Hi listeners, this is Anjana here. If you are a student or a professional, chances are that you would have heard someone talking about enrolling in a class to upskill themselves. Chances are that you also enrolled in some online class or another. There is a lot of innovation that is happening now. AI, ML, data analytics, and there are a lot of new things out there that can drastically change how we work. There are many unique skill set that a person needs to improve to excel in their career. What better a day to talk about literally leveling up than today? After all, today is World Youth Skills Day. To talk about what are the skill sets required for the future world, I spoke to Dr. Madhuri Dubey, founder of National Skills Network. Listen in. First of all, ma'am, a quick question. So, what is the significance of celebrating a day like World Youth Skills Day? the occasion is very important because uh, world youth skills day is declared uh, by united nations i think it was in 2014 uh, to convey the importance of uh, uh, skills for employability and uh, decent living and also promote entrepreneurship so it's a global thing it's not just in india that we are facing uh, lack of skills or uh, there are skill gaps it's a global thing today in spite of many initiatives that are going on in our country there is a need to work very hard to convey this message to the youth that look uh, you might be doing very well academically you might have a degree but when you want to work or when you want to become an entrepreneur or get into the world of work it is the skill which matters okay so okay. i think that's where you know it's very important and also the image of skilling in india to some extent is very limited and there is a certain stigma attached to it because we have uh, projected skills as something for uh, manual work uh, low level skills this is not to degrade anybody but the way it has been projected like uh, a skilled person is a plumber or a mason or a beautician or a gardener it's not like that i think skills are for everyone whether you are the ceo of a multinational company or you are a homemaker or you are a grandparent or uh, you know you are a student i mm. think it's for everyone that image of skilling is yet to get established uh, in india do you think that india is yet to understand the importance of skilling Yes yes a lot has to be done it has to get integrated with our thought process because i think we as a country if you look at the parents in any family uh, you know we all believe that uh, uh, the way to earn a good living is through a certain degree it could be engineering medicine or whatever you know okay. in terms of education i'm saying hmm. so uh, a good job is seen as something it starts uh, with a good salary with a good designation and then there is a career ladder Okay but you know today if you look at the scenario these ladders are actually disappearing education uh, in terms of total academic learning is uh, now you know it has to be supplemented uh, mm. with skilling okay. so the difference here is education the way we see it academically is basically acquiring a lot of knowledge yeah mm. so this knowledge uh, often becomes very theoretical and mm. when you get into a job doesn't really help us right even i'm talking about professional courses where you might be doing an engineering in computer science or artificial intelligence science or even mba the professional mba kind of uh, courses you know most of them don't make sense unless you do that particular case study or you go and you know do things in the field or you do things hands on Okay. so uh, if you look at for example anything to do with computer science or any of these latest technologies like you say uh, artificial intelligence or robotics or anything that's trendy 
you know reading about it watching videos and listening to lectures is is all fine do that coding really create a solution create a solution for some problem you are facing these are all things where you are applying your knowledge applying knowledge which you acquired through formal learning informal learning it could be mm -hmm. any way because today you know the world is a you know is a stage where you get lot of uh, information and knowledge go to youtube go to social media go to any of these platforms uh, the ability to discern uh, the ability to discriminate mm. and understand that okay this is my mm. interest i am learning this my interest lies in commerce my interest mm. lies in humanities interest lies in a certain subject and i want to build a career in this i think this connect is still missing uh, so that this leads to a lot of people who acquire degrees mm. but they are not employable so what i mean to say is yeah we are churning out many graduates right yeah but how many of them are getting into jobs and even if they get into jobs anjana how many of them are getting into jobs uh, which are close to what they studied exactly there is a huge huge mismatch there yes. and there is also underemployment um, by way of uh, you look at jobs you know which are not probably meant for let's say an engineer or a post graduate i'm mm -hmm. talking about few jobs like people who are let's say working like couriers like delivery mm -hmm. boys or people who are taking up professions which are not really matching you know with their uh, kind of ac the academic qualifications you know this presents a picture that it's not so easy for us to solve this in a day or two or a year really means going to take a lot of time okay 40 uh, years and with the new education policy which was launched in 2020 actually paving a way and opening a few avenues where okay. i think a few of these changes Uh, could be implemented how do you think that it is going to uh, pave the way forward okay uh, so the policy is recommending uh, as with any policy there are a lot of recommendations changes mm. uh, you know which are probably going to i would say Uh, intended to break the status quo which is there around us mm -hmm. and bring in the change uh, which will probably match with the future that uh, we want to see okay uh, it's a future which is transforming at an incredible pace i think mm -hmm. every day we wake up to new things technology mm -hmm. is all around us there's no escaping right whether you yeah. live in a village or a city today mm -hmm. to certain extent i think there is an uh, there is a lot of influence of these developments it earlier it was it wasn't the case but mm -hmm. today i think the technology is like an equalizer yes. so we are preparing ourselves for this world new education policy i think does few very interesting things there i mean it talks about the importance of vocational education which i mm -hmm. think is happening for the first time in the last uh, 75 years where mm -hmm. we are talking about preparing young people for work course the the objective and the goal of education overall is to uh, prepare you to be a good human being uh, mm -hmm. come you know inculcate good values all that is fine but the other side of it is also you should fit into uh, you know some kind of a job role because i think most of us want to work right after yes. our education yes, we yes. don't have the luxury of just going on doing higher studies correct yeah? so yes. uh, the policy talks about this so one is there is emphasis on vocational education right from the school level and very interesting things have been uh, discussed on this and uh, there is also emphasis on making higher educational work oriented okay job oriented or integrated with skills skills 
So here, when we talk about skills, it becomes related to apprenticeships, like you mm. know, it's, it's connected with apprenticeships and internships. I would say more of an apprenticeship, where you know, part of learning happens in the work setup or in the industry mm. uh, where you'll be actually working, and also there is a stipend component which is there for apprentices. Uh, it has been tough for our country to promote apprenticeships because yes. again there are cultural issues there are there is also the readiness of the industry and the perception of apprenticeships by the industry there are many such issues but i think we are gradually overcoming them as well mm. and uh, this is one way to integrate skills with education also if you have heard of uh, uh, job oriented degree programs like bwoc and similar B-walk. programs mm. where there is a lot of flexibility this is again the new education policy uh, allowing you to have multiple entry exit unlike earlier when you know maybe you need to complete that 3 years of degree or 4 I know years it was of degree mandatory to it was come. mandatory yes <laughs> and in case you take a break then you are out yeah but i think that way we are becoming more empathetic towards uh, people you know and their their circumstances Yes, correct. Exactly. Yes. Circumstance. It's a very important word. I think earlier it was more like irrespective of what you are, where you are, you know, this mm. is what you should be doing. But today, I think the policy takes into consideration the diversity of the country. Okay. Like, let's say uh, a place in Kerala may mm. not meet the exact same curriculum which is being offered in the one of the northeastern states yes. in a village or in a district. Right. Mm. So I think we have scope to customize the curriculum and the syllabus to mm. meet the local needs and needs. you know the best part of it is uh, when we do this and in and you know help the students acquire those skills mm. it directly contributes to the rural economy also in the long run be a craft it could be something related to a particular place all these when they get formalized this is a very different way of looking at uh, education which is a kind of craft centric you know inspired by some of the ideas uh, from Mahatma Gandhi and also the commission reports like the Kotari commission report this policy is like I mean there's lots to interpret and implement from here but implement I think is a very important word I think that has to be done very strategically uh, depending on the state depending Mm. on uh, you know how the government takes the initiatives What are the changes that you would like to see in the uh, education space in the future? Yeah, I'm so glad you're calling it education and not uh, skilling because, you know, till recently uh, we were looking at these two as different silos. And uh, I have always believed that uh, it is not a silo. It is not something separate, you know, it has to be integrated. Integrated. Yeah, right. Uh, So you the first one would be, you know, the youth, the students themselves. Hmm. So, uh, all the young people in India, I think they need to be sensitized that, uh, okay, you want to study, you want to go for higher studies, but stop and take a break. When I say break, not break, but pause and mm-hmm. look back and see, mm-hmm. let's say in 12th class or any of those crucial moments when you're making a transition to higher education, think what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, is engineering really something that you want to do or are you being forced by your parents, parents. To many of us don't even do that many of us don't even encourage that conversation or discourse in families in families 
Yeah, I think that's where the skill part of it plays a very important role because, you know, as human beings, you know, I think we are all uh, tuned to do few things with our hand or think differently, you know, with our mind. We mm -hmm. have a certain creative potential. Mm -hmm. um, we are unique, I mm. would say. Mm -hmm. somewhere I feel that uniqueness has to be uh, promoted and okay. that's where I think the skill plays a very important role we have to uh, give opportunities uh, to young people in terms of various uh, you know it could be an app which is just helping you playfully you discover yourself you know you understand yourself what you're meant for now uh, for instance uh, if you look at the humanities and liberal arts these are mm -hmm. disciplines which are gradually fading out but, you know, there is a lot of skill which is involved in this. In fact, um, uh, we have done quite a bit of work in promoting some of these subjects. Today, I think the world needs people who have not only the idea of these subjects, but also, uh, you know, they will be balancing the world, which is uh, very uh, technology centric. For instance, uh, we talk about AI, the artificial intelligence, chat GPT is all around us. Yes. And to the extent that it's creating a fear psychosis in people. <laughs> when the world is so driven by technology, there should be at least a few souls out there who will just recite some poems of you know Shelley of and <laughs> I think that's that's very important and you know necessary I know I know see uh, that's what you know the life skills or uh, you're kind of tuned to be a more balanced person so I think mm. these are the skills which the youth needs mm. even if they want to do engineering and any other subjects mm. at a certain point in time they should know they should understand the purpose what interests them and what is there I would say something like an ikigai moment okay what gives me me pleasure what is uh, something which I love to do is it going to pay uh, also you know when I do that uh, kind of a study about myself then you know what I think more than the degree it is the skills which come out very prominently in you okay as a person so this is one that is the youth and the students hmm. and second and most important for me other teachers okay teachers and trainers okay, um, you are talking about the education policy uh, and the implementation of it successful implementation uh, one is the student awareness which i just spoke about which is more on the sensitization level and awareness level for the teachers, I think it is the role which is changing very fast. And I don't know if they have, if most teachers are even aware of it. Just the COVID, okay. COVID was just one uh, one kind of um, uh, incident, incident, I would say. Or, yeah, something which prompted us to quickly go to technology and, you know, start using it and many teachers took to technology uh, okay in a friendly way and earlier there used to be a lot of resistance uh, you see now for the teacher it is a certain set of skills again I would say the role of teacher is uh, soon becoming a role of a facilitator facilitator who's not just delivering lectures uh, you know somebody who's not like I'm someone who knows everything and you better listen to me that kind of a thing I think is kind of fading out now so today's world uh, requires teachers to imbibe the skills of facilitation which could be uh, being a good listener uh, somebody who has research skills you know research is very very important for teaching they're also taking initiatives and then also trying to adapt themselves so adaptability as a skill is very important for teachers because lifelong learning so mm. unless I'm a learner I cannot be a teacher and I have mm. to continuously unlearn relearn and keep learning also because the students 
uh, you know, who are there around me, the learners, mm. in most cases, they are, uh, you know, more aware of many things because mm. of the access they have. Again, you know, I would extend this to any place in India, you know, today with mobile phone and the technology access in many places, people with good mobile phones have access to a lot of information. So even before they come to class, they can read up, they can watch a video and they can even start posing questions even before the teacher starts. Now the teacher has to be very, you know, equipped to handle such scenarios. I think that's one of the reasons that this year UNESCO has uh, declared the theme of World Youth Skills Day as skilling teachers, trainers and youth yes. for a transformative future. And the third and most important stakeholders for me are the parents. For any new initiative that is happening in education, because you started uh, with education, I think parents in India play such an important role, kind of very cu uh, culturally conditioned also for us. So many expectations with children. Uh, and then, uh, you know, there is also something like a decision which they make, uh, which is kind of imposed on children. children. You know, all for good. All mm -hmm. parents think about our good. That's all accepted. But uh, today the time is when, you know, like there are many more openings uh, which are there. Are the parents aware of it? It's not just the job, right, which pays you so well. It's not just the hurry to put you in a slot which is already defined by the system. Mm. The child could even be a, a, a thinker, an innovator, uh, somebody who could perhaps, you know, uh, do something so marvelous. But, you know, are we penalizing such children or are we encouraging and, uh, you know, helping such children grow? I don't know how many families support this. Okay, I have uh, plenty of examples around me. Uh, there are my friends, you know, who feel their children should, the uh, minimum uh, thing they should do is, you know, have maths, physics, chemistry as their subjects. And then they can decide if they want to do humanities. I somehow feel this is a very illogical way of, um, you know, making a child, uh, you know, undergo something because, you know, the child is more oriented towards, let's say, English or poetry or something which is the humanities part of it. But because of a certain social reason, you feel the child should compulsorily do chemistry. And the reason they normally give is, no, this is something like a base for them. You know, it's like a fear. If the child um, doesn't uh, do something well, like there are a lot of things. This is not the occasion for me to go into that. But I'm just giving you examples about how the parents' thought process also has to change. Okay. And again, here, parents also have to be, you know, aware of certain skills. I think uh, the parenting skills uh, also need to undergo change. They have to appreciate what is happening around them. The okay. world of work is changing. Today, mm. we talk about gig jobs. Gig jobs uh, are going to be the future, perhaps. Okay, yes. so you cannot expect your child to uh, grow in a vertical ladder. A, a yes. career ladder so it's not like the somebody getting into a job and a salary and the comparison which happens and all that uh, sometimes you don't know the ladder may not exist very soon then what do you do here is a world out there that is into freelancing and exactly. multiple jobs so it's not just about the one career ladder that you have in front yeah. of you. you have multiple jobs that you're handling at the same time and so again i'm tying it back to skills so if the skilling aspect is given a lot of importance even at the family level by which i mean okay let the children do whatever courses they are doing but encourage them to also develop this part mm -hmm. where they showcase their skills maybe they are creative maybe they love to work with hands you know maybe the children are good at creating something 
thing maybe today they do something best out of waste kind of thing mm. but you never know that could be something very useful in future it might even get patented you yeah. never know right so never don't know. stop that process encourage mm. them so um, i think this and also the kind of subjects they want to take i think there should be more freedom to the child mm. and uh, they should be guided well uh, and uh, you know uh, these are some skills i think which the parents themselves also should be aware of okay. so i think it is the notion of skills which is all pervading then you know uh, i think this is the third important um, uh, stakeholder the parent community which needs to look at uh, skilling uh, and also options for a new kind of education and also the new kind of education is going to be multidisciplinary as the nep 2020 says the options for you to uh, pick up something which is which could be actually a hobby but then mm-hmm. you know it, it can be done along with the other subjects other subjects yeah yeah mm-hmm. and uh, then that would also be creditized so yes. there be you know possibility of giving credits to that we were just having this conversation about technological in- innovations and how important it is to get skilled technically right mm-hmm. so what role does emerging technological in- innovations like artificial intelligence play at work or do you consider getting skilled technically is important in our uh, workspace the digital transformation is happening at such a rapid space we have to acknowledge that yeah we all need to know something about these technologies yes. but at the same time i would say that it is not like you go and enroll for a course in artificial intelligence or any such technology and start coding mm. i don't think that's needed mm. uh, what is needed perhaps for me as a non technical mm. person uh, maybe you know i am in a job role which is into the retail sector let's okay. assume Mm. or i am in hospitality industry mm. or i am in some other industry which is not directly connected with technology but when you see the life around you you might be using technology for different uh, functions different purposes yeah. yeah right so i need to be aware that uh, you know there is a certain change that's happening because of this technology to mm-hmm. that extent i should uh, learn uh, i mean i should learn what it is what is the kind of impact it is creating what are the kind of changes that would bring in for instance right mm-hmm. so um, you know maybe this kind of learning is more like at the level of uh, you know i'm appreciating technology that's it so i go and look at uh, examples maybe i do a program or a course which just tells me how it's being used for example today we are talking so much about artificial techno- artificial intelligence mm. but you know it's been there for decades yes uh, it's just that today because of the data uh, you know there's a lot of uh, ways in which data can be used uh, you know the emergence of a lot of ways to store data retrieve data capture data i think these things are bringing it to the forefront right exactly so if a person has to know about latest technology i think it's enough if you no okay e-commerce has been implementing this or mm. social media uses artificial intelligence in this way mm. or somebody else uses it in this way it is there on my phone all over okay i'm using a phone and then i didn't know that these apps have this intelligent feature or like for example uh, you have your fitness app right so it gives you so many prompts tells you okay so you have woken up please complete this uh, target of your exercise right mm. so i think a bit of intelligence is uh, al- always there 
Okay. Right. So I think that is very important in terms of uh, technology appreciation for those who are serious about developing apps or working with technology. Even for them, I think just an engineering degree would not do. Even if it is from the creamy uh, layer of institutions in India, mm. they have to dirty their hands out, uh, go check, build applications. You know, do all the coding, work with uh, people who are into programming. You mm. know, it is not just for the sake of uh, science that you're learning you have to use it to you know uh, do something right so yes. there again skills come into the play okay. and uh, then there are other things like uh, uh, for example like I told you the applications of it so mm -hmm. I think there uh, that's where you know if you look at the way the curriculum is changing even at the school level uh, CBSE proposes uh, skilling in these latest technologies drones artificial intelligence and all after class 8 so mm. you see there is always uh, the, there is already um, the idea that these technologies are going to be very prominent and mm. a school level orientation is also needed so these have already become a part of the curriculum interesting when we talk about artificial intelligence or technological advancement always pandemic has actually uh, been one of the reasons because of which we all got into the digital <laughs> space right so and one of the major trend at that point of time was the hybrid work model so mm -hmm. after the pandemic the world witnessed a surge in this kind of a working model that is hybrid work model so in a hybrid work setup, what are the kind of essential skills that one needs to have to excel in their career? That's a very interesting uh, question and the observation about uh, skills needed for a workplace, which is hybrid uh, remote. There are a lot of companies and uh, workplaces which are insisting that you go back to work physically mm. but there is some bit of resistance as we know and also few professions needed that you have to go and work you know in the physical setup but mm. I think the remote hybrid work model will definitely continue uh, for longer uh, also for women uh, you know this was one of the best things that could happen for many women yeah we uh, just saw the TCS situation Yes, and many women employee had to resign yeah. after they so, were asked to come back to work. Yes. Right. Yeah. So I think uh, this uh, hybrid model perhaps may continue depending on the kind of job you are in. So here again, uh, if you look at skills, I think a uh, couple of them are very, very important uh, here. So one is, uh, you know, a lot of planning, uh, the way when you work from home and when you have to go to office for a few days and work from home and then, you know, uh, balance all this in a hybrid model, planning, time management, all these are very important and also be very, very tech savvy, okay, because mm. by tech savvy, I mean, there could be need for you to use new applications, log in quickly. Mm. You know? So there's a lot of that orientation that's needed. Besides this, you know, I think uh, most important is your work ethic and integrity when you're working in this setup beyond this you know the collaboration aspect is very important I feel so the skills to collaborate with others it could be across countries time time zones and all is also very important given that the majority of our labor work is in the informal sector how do we ensure that uh, our workers in the lower strata gets the benefits of technological advancements 
even if you are working at the entry level jobs uh, today uh, you look at for example logistics industry or automotive industry or hospitality industry or beauty industry so many of them basic uh, technology for them is of course a part of their work the technical skills let's say they are operating something okay mm-hmm. let's say an a logistics person who's working in a warehouse has a certain device which is directly connected to the work without that device this person cannot do uh, let's say whatever labeling or counting of the pieces that have to be sent to some place they have certain devices which with which they work these are all handheld devices or they have to enter data into a certain system mm-hmm. these are all technical skills pertaining to an industry in the automotive industry for a service technician there are certain technology skills that are needed besides uh, doing things with a hammer or whatever they use let's say they are servicing a car hmm. those are the typical uh, technology skills which they have which is using machinery and things like that but when you come out of this there are other technology skills where they need to enter data where they need to use handheld devices where perhaps they have to interact with some robots you never hmm. know right in a manufacturing setup or uh, in hospitality for instance again hospitality industry post covid has adopted a lot of technology Mm. uh it could again be you know opening a certain application using some mobile apps for example mm. like we saw in many places a lot of interactions were having through a mobile app mm. now how do you take all this data how do you tabulate it how do you mm. come up with uh, you know any kind of observation or anything that is directly connecting to your business i think most of the skills here fall under digital skills uh, which even the entry level people have to have uh, so today i don't think uh, you have any uh, such job where these digital skills are not needed so it could be a very simple thing like uh, using a upi kind of an app it it might go up from there like we saw and i think in, in in india we have the distinction of using such apps you know the fastest way in the world like you saw everybody during covid or even today uh, so many vendors on the streets are also you know they have acquired few skills to use those apps right they can do transactions from there what are your final note to give to us i would say uh, we have to build in a lot of aspirational value around skills and uh, skilling is not just a certain level of job roles for which you skill with support from csr funding or any such social activity skilling has to be something which should be looked at as something for which people can pay and get skilled interesting i'm not saying this for everyone there mm. are certain strata of society where we need to help them through free free programs and all i don't think this is how the story has to be built uh you know this in fact works against the kind of uh, system we want to have in india that's where the new education policy which is talking about work integrated education project skilling in a much much more broad and uh, holistic way mm. where we are not looking at the typical models that are working now and uh, because it is something driven by the government and it has to be driven by the government uh, with lot of other partners i think india needs a system where uh, we uh implement those government programs successfully and following all the rigor the quality that is needed and also change the image of skilling skilling is there for everyone at every level uh, it's not just those manual jobs or anything it every mm-hmm. level that's the reason even college students need to have 
a certain set of skills. Uh, every week, there are a lot of colleges announcing or thinking of designing such programs. Mm. This may be new for colleges, but they are taking this step. But having said this, again, the success of all this will work only when there is a lot of active industry participation. Okay. Because we are talking about a system, uh, an ecosystem where industry plays an important role. Collaboration has to happen. I think all these are very much needed and it has to be done, uh, you know, uh, very quickly because we don't have so much time. Uh, you know, we are losing out on time uh, in these things. Thank you, ma'am, for joining us today. I hope the listeners found this conversation insightful. Thank you, listeners. This is me, your host, Anjana, signing off.